If God's gift to mankind had another name, it would be Jonathan, who is your host. If you love all things comic book and all things cinema, you're at the right place. Welcome to Comic Book Cinema. What's up, comic book movie fans? My name is Jonathan. This is Comic Book Cinema. And today, we're going to discuss the top five worst post-credit sequences of all time. Going back to 2008, post-credit sequences became a very major thing for comic book films. In 2008, none of us were expecting such a huge, shocking cameo at the end of the first Iron Man film. When we got Sam Jackson's Nick Fury popping in the room and talking to Iron Man about the Avengers initiative, it was a huge deal. And from that point moving forward, it started to train us as an audience to stay in the theater. Stick around for these MCU films after the credits and you might just get a little treat. <laughs> then a few years later, DC started to follow suit. I'm not saying that they copied Marvel, but that's kind of what they did. <laughs> Today, I'm gonna break down my top five worst post-credit sequences in both Marvel and DC films. There's no specific set of criteria, these are just the ones that disappointed me the most. An honorable mention has to be thrown out to the post-credit sequence for The Flash. Sure, we got to see Jason Momoa's Aquaman come back. And I know that when they were shooting these films, they did not know that the DCEU was about to end. But the last few post-credit sequences that we got from Aquaman, The Lost Kingdom, and especially The Flash, were very disappointing. At number five for me, it's gonna be Spider-Man No Way Home's post-credit sequence. Why in the world would you not bring Tom Hardy into this epic film? You already had all these iconic villains and sure, one can make the argument that maybe the film would have been a little overstuffed if he would have been in the film, but I thought if you're gonna bring all these characters from past and present together, it would have been so cool to see Tom Hardy in this film. When I saw him for the first time in this post-credit sequence, I was getting all excited. Then I actually saw what happens in this post-credit sequence. A little trace of the Venom symbiote gets left behind in this universe before Tom Hardy conveniently gets transported back to the Sony-verse. And to this day, nothing has happened from this. Speaking of things that really haven't paid off yet, number four, I have the Eternals post-credit sequence where Star Fox and Pip make their appearance. If you watch this show, you know that I'm not a comic book expert. I'm a comic book film expert. So I know very little about Star Fox and Pip. The only Star Fox that I know wears a headset and is a super awesome fox. Well, it's told to us as fans that Star Fox is the brother of Thanos. We're not really sure what this Pip guy's role is yet, but he's voiced by Patton Oswalt and the CGI looks awful. There's a lot of exciting potential here with this post-credit sequence, but once again, this is another post-credit scene that has not paid off, and it's been years since we've gotten it. Back in the good old days, Marvel would give us a post-credit sequence that meant something pretty soon. Number three for me is gonna be Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness post-credit sequence. This is a personal problem that I have, so I'm not trying to justify it. I have certain people that I just don't like, and unfortunately, Charlize Theron is one of those people. She just comes across as disingenuous. And like I said, I shouldn't try to justify this because she has literally never done anything wrong to me. And she's actually a really good actress. But her being in this post-credit sequence definitely didn't help matters for me. Along with that, at the end of Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, the all-seeing eye appears on his forehead. And it's shown to us as an audience that, oh my, this is a problem. And two minutes later in the post-credit sequence, we see a Doctor Strange that already has the ability to control the all-seeing eye. 
It literally takes the cliffhanger from this film and resolves it. At number two, this might be a little controversial. Some people might jump on me in the comments, but that's okay. I can handle it. But my second worst post-credit sequence of all time was in Justice League, the Snyder Cut. When Jared Leto first hit the scene as the Joker, I had an appreciation for his performance. Most people, if not all, did not like the Jared Leto Joker, but I stood behind him and I applauded how different he was from most other Jokers. He had the grill. Some of the tattoos were questionable, especially the one that went across his forehead that said damaged. But I thought it was a fun, different take until I saw him in this post-credit sequence. I don't know what he was trying to do, and he did this some in the Suicide Squad film, but what it felt like was just overacting and overbearing and just absolutely ridiculous. I mean, look at this. How many can die in your arms before you grow numb to death? You won't kill me. I'm your best friend. A truce? Bruce. That is beyond cringy, and it definitely didn't help that Batman dropped the F-bomb. I don't think that language like that really fits the character of Bruce Wayne or Batman. I know this was like a post-apocalyptic scenario, and things have probably gotten really, really bad, especially if they had to rely on Amber Heard to help them out, but I just didn't feel like that fit the character. So with Leto's terrible performance here, and the language from Bruce, it's my second. And my number one worst post-credit sequence of all time goes to Morbius. I'm not sure how I got here. Has to do with Spider-Man, I think. What sense does this make at all? Why are we bringing in the MCU Vulture into this universe? And the way the two are brought together just doesn't make any sense at all. Just like everything else that Sony has done, this feels completely rushed. No thought was put into it. It's just them saying, hey, how can we get the MCU characters into our universe and make our universe cool? But don't worry, fans. I'm sure that things are going to turn around for Sony in the future. <coughs> Madam Web along with Kraven are probably going to bust the box office wide open. So those are my top five worst. What do you guys think? Am I wrong? Let me know in the comments below. Thanks for watching. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe. Check us out on the other socials. And until next time, have a good one.